Good evening, Mr. Ham. I'm so glad to have you back over again. Hello, Mr. Claywell. It is good to be back over. Seems like it's been forever. Another month. I think about <sighs> yeah, right at it. Yeah. Yeah. A lot's happened. A lot, A lot of things happened. Yeah. 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 But it's good to be back behind the mic again. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully this time. I don't even want to say it. I'll jinx myself. Okay. Well, <laughs> you may not have noticed when you came in, but I, I I received a birthday present since last time you were here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't know if you saw it when you were pulling in, but uh, my mom and stepdad and grandfather came over and we finished trimming down all the bushes down oh, yeah. here around the air conditioner. I did notice. And we got rid of the, the ugly umbrella tree, tree on the corner. Yeah. And that's all gone now. We got it all cut up and I called the city and had them come and yeah, they brought Shred the chipper, it. didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You, we, uh, yeah, you had said something about that the other day. Um, it looks much, much better. Thank you. The uh, I'm sure that the AC unit outside is probably breathing much easier now. It's not like smothered by those bushes, though they hit it well. You would yeah. never know you had a, a an AC unit out there. You'd never know I had air conditioning. <laughs> Central air, anyway. Oh, goodness gracious. Yep, I did notice. It looks good outside, dude. looks very, very good. Well, thank you. That was yeah. a lot... It didn't take as long as uh, we, we feared it might. You know, but, good, a good chainsaw and, and people dragging stuff down to the to the roadside, it, yeah. it goes pretty quickly. Yeah. Terry made very short work with all the chainsaw <laughs> stuff. Uh, it took us it took us substantially longer to drag everything off than it did for him to cut everything down. Yeah, yeah. The fun but, is the, the cutting. Yeah. Like, if you are the saw guy, then you're like, okay, my job's done. Y'all have fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He got beat up pretty bad. He had... Some cuts and scrapes were probably, I mean, having to fight to get into that because yeah, those yeah. bushes were thick. Yeah. 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 And I think the umbrella tree got him a little bit. I think he, one of the branches uh, snagged him, dropped. Well, it fell. Oh. And I think when it, when it fell, it glanced off his forearm a little bit. Yeah. Put a pretty good gouge on his arm. I felt bad. I <sighs> hey, I, I have found that since I've been back over working at the house a little bit, Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm now on like you know medication for all of the blood clot thing you know that was oh, going on right yeah so um I bleed easier now <laughs> well you know the, uh, it's yeah. funny how thinners do that <laughs> I don't I, I don't coagulate like quite like I used to <laughs> is it is it terrible like, I mean if you get cut do you just bleed and bleed and bleed and bleed or? no it's it's not necessary no not really it's just it takes it longer to stop. So it's not like you just like bleed and bleed and bleed and bleed and bleed for like, you know, eons or anything. But like um, I got a, a pretty good size splinter earlier and it, it went fairly deep. Now, whenever I pulled it, I thought, you know, it, normally something like that would clot almost instantly. Right. It was like still bleeding five minutes later, but it was not like gushing blood or anything. It was just like a slow, just, you know, I mean, like a scratch and my finger is sore as crap. But Yeah. So yeah, there's. I mean, it's it's different. <laughs> okay. So well, I don't know. Something to get used to, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Got to be more careful. That's for sure. Yeah, we don't want to see you getting hurt too bad. No, no. Even even if you weren't, even if you're not bleeding, we still don't want you to get hurt bad. True. We're almost finished with like with, the basement is pretty well done now. Steps. We've, I have steps now that go from the basement to the first floor, and about. Oh, I would say probably 40% of the upstairs is, is decked with subfloor. So I I mean, I could, I could go over there and dance now. No problem. Like up there where we're going to be living. So 
it's just a slow process, but we're going to get there. Well, that's good, man. You're doing better than me. I couldn't dance anywhere for any reason. So <laughs> well, it would be look. it looked like something like the, uh, what are those, the Jesco white in his bunch over there? The, the dancing redneck guys from West Virginia. Oh, the, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm talking I can't about? Remember, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the what wild it would look wonderful like. whites of West Virginia. Yeah. But I can't remember what that dancing's called. I don't either, do. but that's what it would probably yeah. look like if I were dancing. Just, just saying. <laughs> Nah, you you, do, you cut a jig better than that. I don't know about that, dude. I don't know about that. I did do. I did have something that happened the other day, though. That and and I know it seems like every time that we've been on here, the last couple of times, it's been something medical. Some medical something has happened, and I've been like, oh, let, let me tell you about this real quick. Right, right. So <clears throat> this is something that's new. I'd never had this done before. Um, so. After all of this stuff going on with the blood clot, they changed my medication, and I had to stop taking some medication because I have just a touch of arthritis in my knees, right? Because oh, I'm getting old. And uh, so I had to stop taking that medication, which caused a flare-up. So I went to an orthopedic surgeon the other day because no one in town would touch me with a cortisone shot because they were afraid that if they did— and they poked around down there that there was a possibility, in, like in my knee, that I could bleed into the joint. And that's bad, evidently. Really bad. So this guy's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I can do that. I, I know exactly where to hit you to where it doesn't cause problems. And I was like, okay. So when I get there, <clears throat> the first thing he did was he drew fluid off of my knee. I had never had that done before. That sounds terrible. It, it was horrid. It was, I'm, I don't want to say it was one of the worst things I've ever experienced, but it was definitely not pleasant. So what I, I lay back on the table there and he's like, he's, he's like, all right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, first, I'm going to extract some fluid off of the knee and then I'll inject you with cortisone afterward. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, so he brings in this syringe and I kid you not, dude, it looked like a turkey baster. It was, it was literally from, you know, it was as big around as like, I don't know. It was huge. And I didn't see the needle. Thank God. I didn't even look at the needle. <laughs> I just saw the syringe itself. And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. that's huge. That's, that's like what you use for, for in, in the kitchen, you know? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so anyway, I lay back on the table and, um, he had a couple of other syringes there and I thought, okay, then they were small. And I thought, okay, so now I know the one is cortisone for sure. Okay. I don't know what the other one is, but I lay back and he goes, all right, this is going to sting a little bit. And I was like, you know, normally they spray that, that cold stuff on my, my leg before they, you know, before they hit me with a needle. He goes, oh yeah, we got that. And then bam, hit me. And I was like, oh, I felt that. <laughs> so like he, he I, it wasn't like he chuckled or anything, but he's like, yeah, we've got that stuff, but you're not getting it. <laughs> And then, so after he hit me, like, I kid you not, he hit me like three or four times. He was like, okay, we'll let that numb up. And I was like, okay. So he just hit me with lidocaine. Evidently, this is going to hurt. So. Well, yeah, he's getting ready to shove a turkey baster in your knee. Dude, I kid you not. From whenever, like, he, he gave it a couple of minutes to get numb. He ended up going in and extracting fluid and almost three quarters of that syringe was full of fluid that he pulled off of my knee. That's how swollen and, and, and all that my knee was. Now, here's the thing, dude. I have never had any doctor shoot me with cortisone or anything like that and leave a mark. I mean, worst case scenario, it's a tiny little red dot. 
The, okay. The needle mark that he left was huge. So when I got back over to the, to, to, you know, family, my, I've got two cousins that are nurses uh-huh. and both of them were in the room there and they were like, so how are you feeling? I was like, Hey, I left on crutches. I'm, I'm walking back in. So it, it worked. And they're like, that's awesome. They, they're like, well, what did they do to you? And I kind of walked through it and they said, can we see the mark? And I was like, I don't think it left a mark. And I pulled the bandaid off, dude, right. there was a hole. There was a hole in my knee Sheesh. and they were like, yep, they hit you with an 18 gauge needle. And I was like, I don't, that don't sound good. That don't sound good at all. But dude, I'm telling you what, since then I could go out in your yard right now and do cartwheels. I, my wow. knees feel wonderful. Well, that's wonderful. good. That's good. So it's, it was well, well, well worth it. I, I, whew, ouch. Well, now see you say 18 gauge needle to me, that don't sound too bad. I had, I used to have eight gauges in my ear. Yeah, I know, but you so, you eventually like got them there, right? You stepped well, pierced, them up. I pierced uh, one of them with a ten gauge. No, no, no. Yeah, that I don't. That's not cool. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> <laughs> it actually did. It actually hurt. Honestly, it hurt less than the gun that they used to do. Well, one yeah, of my but other there's ones. a difference. You're taking a plug out whenever you do it with that type of a needle versus the gun that actually just spreads the the tissue and causes pressure. So, I mean, realistically going to a professional piercer that actually is less expensive. I mean, not less expensive, but less painful because of the way that it's pierced. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, it's, uh, I just, man, I can't. So I'm just curious, and you probably don't know the answer or don't want to know the answer, but when you say that they drain fluid off your knee. Yes. Like what, what kind, what of, kind fluid? of fluid is in your knee? Okay. Like how, so like your knee, basically whenever you've got the two joints that kind of work together, there's cartilage between. Right. And then all around the cartilage and, and that joint, there are these things called bursa. And the bursa are like little, little sacks of fluid that will like take any kind of impact. So it's kind of like little cushions. So okay. if one of those gets inflamed so, or something like that, so then is there's that where too the much fluid that gets in those. And bursitis comes from? Bursitis is, is an in, is inflammation of the bursa. Oh, yes. yep. you're making all kinds of sense to me yeah. now. Okay. So those get in, you know, swollen or anything like that. And you take mm-hmm. on fluid in that area. It's those bursa sacs and it can cause a lot of pressure. And that's where the pain comes from. That, that, oh, so okay. they'd pull the fluid off of those and you feel much better. It's, it, it, it's great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep. All right. So, yeah. I, so I you're did feeling a, better. I did. I am. I did a lot of research after this because I was like, okay, so what did he do to me really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I had to learn. Yeah. Go- Google taught me a lot. <laughs> Thank yeah, you, Google. That's good. <laughs> and so, and so you're back over working on your new house. Back over working on the new house. Are you staying hydrated? I am staying hydrated. Yes. Okay. Had, good job. Today I had like. Two power aids and either two or three bottles of water, and I was only over there for like five hours. So yes, okay, all right, we'll let it slide. Okay, that's good enough. <laughs> and it wasn't very hot today. No, so. no, it's it's actually this is really good weather to to work in. So. Yeah, yeah. We uh we went out yesterday. I went on a little tour around, or yesterday, Saturday. Sa- yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. I went on a little tour around. We did a couple of the local uh, festivals. We went to. Lebanon and did ham days and then we went down to Liberty and did the apple festival. So dude, that apple pie was huge. It's a pretty big pie. Was it good? Eh, eh, eh. It's apple pie. I would say, well, I wouldn't call it an apple pie. 
No? No. More like a cobbler? I, yes. Okay. I I mean, I know I don't know what the distinction difference like, you know, culinary wise is, but it's it was too syrupy to me right. to be a pie. Yeah. Pie should hold its consistency. It should hold its form. Yeah, this this there's no way. Yeah. So, I mean, it had 50 bushels of apples yeah. and 300 pounds of pastry dough. Yeah. Like they had the recipe on the side of the thing. And I'm like, there's no way something that size, in my opinion, could, could ever be a pie. No. Like, I mean, all they could do is liter- literally just scoop out of it. Yeah. They so, had those big. Uh, like ice cream scoop things. No. Or something. No. Like, like you know, if you, if you ever worked at a fast food place or something. Yeah. You know, the big scoops that you get for the ice machine. Right. Oh, not, not yeah. The, not the ones you fill up a cup with, no. but the big ones. Yes. That's what they were serving the pie with. Oh, wow. They were just scooping out a big, huge scoop and putting it in a bowl. (laughs) And that's what you got. That's all right. Ice cream? We didn't get there early enough to get the ice cream, but Uh, they did have the little single-serve cups of ice cream, vanilla. Sounds good, though. Because we went to the ham breakfast first. Right. So so how was that? That was pretty good. Yeah. It. I'm a, I, I was a little I, disappointed. You know, I am a ham, and I love, I love me some ham. I was a little disappointed. So it cost ten bucks. Okay, but that kind of gives you free reign to eat whatever, right? No. What? You got one piece of ham, one scoop of eggs, and one biscuit. Oh, now that's not for, cool for ten bucks. No, that's not cool at all. And so I was a little disappointed with that. I mean, I know they got to make money. But that's 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 a little overkill, dude. Yeah, I can think. I can say five bucks. Yeah. Oh, was it at least a big piece of ham? Not no, not really. Like if you go to the Cracker Barrel and order a, a a slice a slice of country ham, yeah, it would be about twice, three times as big as what we got. Oh. And so it was good. At least it was good country ham, not sugar cure, right? Yeah, it was country ham. Good, and it was cooked well. Good. And and everything tasted okay. The biscuits were a little meh. I mean, they were like canned biscuits or something, so they yeah. weren't. They weren't bad, but they weren't great. Dude, that is something so, I have been working on. You know, I love to cook. And you're, and, and you're good at it. Well, I appreciate that. Um, I have, I, it, it is one of those, it, it's been a, a, a thorn in my side now for years because mom makes wonderful buttermilk biscuits. Always okay. has. I don't. I can't, I have never been able to make biscuits. Just can't do it. From scratch. From scratch. All right. So in the last, oh, let's say the last year, I have tried. I've like, especially like since mom, because, you know, she's moving from Stearns. She's up here with us now. Right. Um, since she's been in the house with us, like there's been a few mornings when I get up and I'm like, all right, I'm going to make a big breakfast. She's like, do you want me to make biscuits? And I'm like, yes. And I'm going to watch. Okay. So the first couple of times I watched, the next couple of times I was like, I think I can do this. I think I've got this now. All right. So- the first try, terrible. I made pie crust is what I did. Way, way too much shortening, not enough liquid, you know, buttermilk. And they they came out as hockey pucks. They tasted okay, but they were hockey pucks. Or I've heard, or you, you overworked it. Well, see, I, I, that was so. one of the things that she says. Don't overwork it. Just yeah. the very, very minimal. So I was like, okay, I can, I, I can definitely not handle it, you know, much. Right. So, um. Here, though, over the last, I want to say month and a half, two months, maybe three months, I've like, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I think I've dialed it in. 
like awesome. yesterday, I guess it was, I got up and was like, all right, uh, Ashley was wanting me to make a big breakfast. She was wanting a big breakfast like on Friday. And she was like, I'd just like to have that for supper. And I was like, we were already, we've already, we already had stuff. We were making chili and all this. And right. so um, I was like, I'll get up in the morning and I'll fix breakfast. Dude, I dialed it in. The biscuits rose. They were like big and fluffy. They they had a good buttermilk flavor. Nice. They were, I mean, it was like spot on. I was like, I did it. I did. I'm proud to put those on the table. <laughs> and I mean, awesome. they were they were good. Awesome. So now I just have to consistently do that. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I may be able to. I may not. The next ones may come out hockey pucks again. I don't know. So, yeah. Today, mm-hmm. International Podcast Day, September thirtieth. This was something I had never even heard of. I hadn't heard of it until you just mentioned it. So, so like our buddy Jorge, you know, right. Richard that came in here and he was on the podcast, you know, a few right. weeks ago. Yeah. He wrote me just a few minutes ago and he was like, Hey guys, I just heard on the radio, it is an uh, international podcast day. And I was like, huh, how about that? And we're doing a podcast. So hello all out there to everyone. This is being recorded on International Podcast Day. Yes, it is. What a fitting day to record a podcast. I think so. I think so. And I like it. not only that, this also happens to be our quarter century mark. Really? This is our 25th episode. I heard that. So, yeah. I know we'd, we were, we've we been doing this now for, it's been over a year. Over we a started, year what, yeah. in June or July of, of last year? Yeah, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, June or July. I don't remember which. Yeah, I was wanting to try to do what, like a... a uh, um, an anniversary episode, but like, it seems like it just kind of one of those things where it just kind of slipped by and I was like, ah, we missed it. Yeah. It's been a year already. Wow. Time flies. It has, it, it has, but it's been a, it's been an interesting year for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And fast. And fast. Yes. Time just keeps (sighs) flying by. (laughs) Truth there, dude. Truth there. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, we, we did this before with movies, talking about re- movies, ideas that have been recycled. Right. And I thought, you know, there's a few other genre of media where ideas keep coming back. Just the rehash. Yeah. Yeah. And so I thought tonight maybe we should talk about television shows. I like it. I like so it. So I thought maybe we could talk about our favorite and least favorite or favorite and most hated, <laughs> uh, however you want to look at it. Uh, television remakes okay. or reboots or relaunches or reconfigurations. Right. And the reason we have to put it in those terms is because realistically, my favorite is not really necessarily a remake. It's more of just a, and it's not even a reboot. It's just a continuation of a story, but it took years between the original and where it is now. So, right. and then the other is kind of a reboot. So, and my most hated one is not really a remake or a reboot. It's yeah. It's, it's just a mix up of things. They changed things drastically, and that's right. ruined it for me. Right. So. Right. All right. So who do you want? You want me to kick it off? We're gonna talk. Uh, well, you've been you've been talking a lot. Okay. You, you go for you, it. You you've had so much going on. You you've had a lot to say. I'll, I'll start and give you a chance to get some water. Okay. Uh. So, I want to start with my favorite. Uh. Just because last time I think we started with our least favorites. Okay. So I want to start with my favorite and. My favorite remake of a TV show has got to be Battlestar Galactica. The, I, it was just, I never saw the original. I, I've seen bits from the original, right. but I never actually watched the original one. 
Uh, it filmed in 1978 and 79. There were only 20 episodes, 21 episodes, sorry. Uh, it was very short run TV show, uh, maybe one season or a season and a half. I'm not sure how they, how many episodes ran in a season back then. Right. I know now it's typically 22. Right. Or 24. So, uh, but I don't know if this was like a mid season pickup or what, but it only, it only ran for 21 episodes. So very short run TV show. Uh, and, uh, it was late seventies sci-fi. It had that <laughs> terribly bad sci-fi look to yeah. it like uh i don't know if you're a fan of robot chicken i i am but in the first couple of episodes they really made fun of some of the stuff specifically from the old battlestar galactica tv show okay they yeah. were making fun of the cylons which were in the old series there were these robots that were like big shiny metal tin cans tin can people <laughs> yeah and uh, you know, in, in Robot Chicken, they had them like slipping on banana peels and falling and all this other like just goofy, stupid stuff where like the, you know, the actors couldn't really move. Right. And, and it, it is really funny. And if you look at the show, it's just, it's not great. It has that really cheesy, campy, 70 sci-fi. Uh, it's, it's almost looks to me like what uh, Galaxy Quest actually was. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just, but unintentional. Yeah, but they were trying to be serious about it. They didn't realize how bad they were doing it. And, but it's not saying that there's like bad people. I mean, Lauren Green was in the show, right? And so you know, they had some good talent. It was just bad special effects. If I had to nail it down to something, and like I said, I never really watched the show, so I don't know how they did story wise or the plots of the, sh the series. I mean, I know it was a similar kind of thing. Uh, all of the colonies of humans were destroyed by the Cylons and their last fighter carrier ship, which was the, the Galactica, right? That's the name of the ship. It's in it. It's class of ship is a Battlestar, So it's Battlestar Galactica. Uh, they there. That's the last bit of the human race. And they're trying to fight back. <clears throat> uh, and they're trying to find their way back to the legendary planet Earth. Huh. Okay. Uh, so they're it, to them, they've been out in space so long that it's almost like a mythological place. See, I didn't watch any of the new one even. I have no clue what any of I mean, like, I knew what Battlestar Galactica was. I knew it was just a show that came on sci-fi. But I didn't know. I have no clue about any of it, and I don't know if it's. It's not that I wouldn't have watched it. It's just that I don't know that I just ever did. You know. Right. So, but anyway, continue though. Sorry. So, oh no, 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 no you're fine. So the remake yeah. was in 2004, right? When it launched, I ran for 73 episodes, and the show. I it. I'll, so some people had some real problems with some of the casting decisions. Okay. So. One of the main characters of the original show was Starbuck. Okay. And he was one of the ace pilots. He was like the best the best fighter pilot that they had. So the, the Battlestar Galactic itself is like this huge, I think like a air, uh, aircraft carrier. Okay. Right. And so it has this complements of fighter, like fighter jets stored on it that it can deploy for defense. This sounds like a Star Destroyer. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, basically. Yeah, it has like little TIE fighters in it. That Right. Yeah. So, I mean, essentially, yes. It's the okay. same, similar concept if you're more familiar with the Star Wars thing. Yes. Uh, but yeah. So, Starbuck and Apollo were like two of the big ace pilots that they had. And Starbuck was like the best pilot that they had. And he was, pl- uh, Starbuck in the original was played by Dirk Benedict. Uh, and when they relaunched it, there was all this controversy because Starbuck was now played by a female actor named Katie Sackhoff. And there was all this huge uproar that, you know, from the fan community that I can't believe that they're making Starbuck a woman and all this stuff. And I don't know. I, re- I, I watched it and I didn't know anything about the original. Like I said, I never watched it. I just a little bit uh, clips from it here and there. Uh, but man, I thought Katie Sackhoff did a fantastic job with the role. And in this one, it's a little bit different. So the back the background on this one is, uh, the humans had created these robots to do like menial tasks. Okay. Kind of like what we have now. And the robots eventually gain like a sentience about them. And they realize that no, we're not your slaves. We, if you want us to work, you need to treat us as equals. And the humans were like, no, we made you, you're machines, you're not equals, blah, 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 blah. They had this big, huge fight. And there was a war between huh. the, these robots and the people and the humans. And they realized that if they continued the war, they were going to destroy the planet, Earth. Okay. So the only way... It sounds very Matrixy. So the only way to save everything was they agreed to peace. But the, the robots, which had deemed themselves the Cylons, they had come up with their own name for themselves, had to leave. So they... Okay, so they leave the planet. So they leave. Well, in the meantime, humans also can't live on the planet anymore so they have to go find other places and they they have this piece where they're they're i, I mean i may be screwing up the backstory i'm sure i am but it's that's this the gist of it yeah. there was a big war they had to in order to survive they both had to basically agree to both peace. had to end up leaving the planet right though. and they both had to leave but they still are supposed to meet every every year or every so many years on the same day and the humans always send a representative and the Cylons never show up. Okay. Uh, that's just to Basically maintain just the peace. Solidify the peace this court. peace. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And all of a sudden, this uh, there's a huge ambush. And all of the humans' defenses basically are destroyed, except for this one old, old old carrier ship, the Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. Okay. And it was on its way to retirement. Like the, the crew on it was just a skeleton crew. They were just supposed to, they were going to take her home and put her out to pasture. Right. And now she's the only, now she's the only defense left for humans. (laughs) And, so the, reason so the is, Cylons are coming after them. The Cylons come back, but uh, the the only the reason the, the Galactica didn't succumb to the attack was because the Cylons had developed an advanced 
uh, AI basically that took control of the computers aboard all the other ships. Huh. And the Galactica was so old that everything on it was analog. I heard that. They had no computers. Uh, none of the systems on the ship are interlinked. So everything networking. was standalone. So even if they did infiltrate a piece of the whatever, that's isolated and they only can affect that. Yeah. The, nothing else. There's no comms. Interesting. All of the communications are hardwired. Uh, any Anything that you want, you have to like print out on paper <laughs> and bring the paper. Yeah. And so it, 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 that's, but that's the only, that's the only reason that the Galactica survived the attack and the whole thing. It's just, oh man, it's so, so good. And a lot of the jokes and about it were the way the robots looked. Right. Like these big tin can kind of things, well, you old, know, on the old show, right? On the old show. Well, even in this one, they laugh about how the Cylons are these stupid tin cans and they'll never be able to defeat us and all this stuff. So do they really look, how do they look? Well, you find out a, a little spoilers for anybody that's not watched it, but you find out a little ways in yeah, that they are now indistinguishable from humans. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. And you might be a Cylon. That's that's interesting. Like I've known you my whole life, but, but the mean, you I'm talking to right now might not be the the you I knew ten years ago, right? Because everything would have been downloaded to me or, or to, to well, whatever. like they they took people and modeled the what? appearance of certain ones off of other people, off of key strategic people, huh? And so you never know. Have so, you been replaced? That's interesting. Are you a Cylon or are you my friend? <laughs> that is interesting. And oh man, the show will like it drives it paranoia. The first like four episodes are just ass glued to your chair, edge of your seat TV, man. I mean, it's great. And the first two seasons for sure are just fantastic. Great storytelling, just gripping, riveting. I mean, you just want to, like, you can't wait for the next episode every time. Now, I will say that I've said this in another uh, podcast before when we were talking about, I don't remember what we were talking about exactly, but because what happened was originally the show was slated for so many seasons. Right. Well, it, the first two seasons were doing so well and the ratings were so good. Sci-fi was like, oh, we need to milk this. Ah. So then instead of being, I think, it, I think it was supposed to have been four seasons from the outset. Right. And sci-fi was like, oh, no, no, we need to milk this. Yeah. So everything so they slowed were like, down. So they were like, we're going to seven seasons. Yeah. So they had to basically, you know, they were already two seasons in. So they only had two seasons left, but they were supposed to fill... Another, yeah, another three uh, after on top of that. So yeah, five so more. They were supposed to fill five more with yeah. when they only had two outlined. Yeah. So there got to be a lot of filler episodes and obvious filler episodes. I mean, like yeah. they would play basketball for the entire episode and like nothing would happen. See, so you yeah. go from just fast, hard action, boom, oh my God, what's going to happen to. Okay, well, they play basketball for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And it and really... you know, that's the thing. With with any type of... of and I, I'll say this. With network television, they do that. If they see that their their show is, is has ratings and, and it's doing well, and they can make money off of it, it slows down, and the, typically the writing goes to crap. Yeah. 
So, yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's still, as far as remake shows that I have seen personally, it's probably the best in your opinion. There's another one that's up there, but I've never seen any of the old at all. Right. So I can't really comment on it as a remake. I can only comment on it as a new show for me. Yes. Which was Doctor Who. And here's the thing with Doctor Who, because that was one that I was thinking about. I've, I'm not a Doctor Who fan. I've not. I've never watched more than I, I literally can count on one hand how many episodes I've seen, right. and it's all the ones with the angels. I love though that that creature. So, the thing is, is with with the Doctor, I can't see that it's reboot. I can't even see because it's just continuation. Even though there was a gap between the old and right. the new, it's still same the same story. It's the, still the same Doctor. Even it's just. Yeah. So it's it can't I can't necessarily say that that one would be necessarily a, a reboot or a remake or anything because well, it's yeah, but I mean, literally a linear storyline. Yeah, but I mean, like, so my hated one, I, I can't call it a reboot or remake or anything like that. But in the same vein, Doctor Who, it's for for kind of the same reasons. But I'm just saying, like, I can't even comment because I've never seen any of the old Doctor Who. Right. Like none, none. not a single yeah. episode. I've I've seen pictures of. A couple of the old doctors, right, in costume. That's it. Yeah. I and mean, see, they're, I they're like on said, Netflix or Amazon Prime or something. But I just haven't watched them, right? And like I said, that's just one of those shows that I tried to watch a few. And like I said, the the ones with the angels, I was like, that creature is one of the most. Yeah. I mean, strikes fear in you. Yeah. Don't blink. Don't blink. It has to be like one of my favorite episodes. That is period. a bad episode, dude. That is awesome. And, and it doesn't but, even have the doctor in it hardly. No. Like he's barely in it. Yeah. He, like, he makes like a, a few seconds appearance. At the end. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of pops in and then is gone. Yep. But dude, that when the lights are coming on and off in that basement. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the the last scene where they're across the the in on to, on the like gargoyles like on the yeah. building, yeah. And then they're gone. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're still there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it was that was an awesome episode. Yeah. Awesome episode. Um, and like I said though, I mean that's just not one of those that shows that I really ever got into, and I don't know why. It's just, I, I mean, I don't know. Well, for one, it's, for one it's on BBC, so it's unless you subscribe specifically for that channel, you probably don't get it. You know, I've got it. I mean, it, so, it's part of like the, the the cable package, and and like even when we had Direct TV and Dish or whatever it was, yeah, like but it I was mean, part of that package that yeah, we had. But so. it's not like as an American, it's you, you BBC. Pff, I don't want to watch. I don't British, know, dude. You know Here's what I'm the saying? thing, though. So. I did. I'm the weirdo that watched like the Hercule Poirot series. I love, love, love <laughs> that character. Um, even like any like the Agatha Christie like mur- murder mystery things, Miss Marple and and Hercule Poirot, dude, those are some amazing writing, yeah. and the acting is very 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 British, but dude, it is so good. So I, I'm I'm weird whenever it comes to that. I didn't watch any of the like a lot of the other stuff, but that was one that there was one show that I did watch for a while. It was on BBC called Have You Been Served. Dude, it was it, it is quintessentially British. Okay, um, it's about a department store and the quirky people that work there. Oh, okay. and it was funny and weird all at the same time. It was just one of those. If you ever get to say that, if you ever see that, have you been served? Give it five minutes. You'll okay. go. Okay, I don't know why I'm watching this, but I'm going to continue. <laughs> all right, fair enough. All right, so 
Um, my favorite, my what what the the one that I think, in my opinion, is probably one of the best, and I can't say it's a reboot or a re. It's it's continuation of story, but it's it wasn't supposed to happen. Like initially, it was not supposed to happen because after the first couple of seasons, this show got canceled, and then they were like, because of how strange it was, they basically the network said it would never air again. Nothing like this would ever be back on TV like this again. But um, so the one I'm talking about is Twin Peaks. This was a phenomenon back in the early 90s, 90 and 91. The whole premise of the first season revolves around the murder of a high school, like she was like cheerleader and like the, 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 the popular kid. And that is what happened to Laura Palmer. Right. Um, I mean, realistically, the first episode opens, the first few scenes opens with her wrapped in plastic on the side of the, the lake there. And, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, that, yeah. And so, I mean, from that point forward, you have this whole mystery of what happened to her. Now, the the town of Twin Peaks, of course is this really, really, really strange town. Everything that's that goes on in the town is weird and quirky. The characters, the people that live in it are weird. Um, yeah, you're not kidding. Have you ever seen Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? Yes, I love that movie. Some of the stuff, like, there's similar characters to there me. There are. Like, just there the are. odd, the, not, not in exact ways but just in the way the that quirkiness yeah, yeah yeah yes yeah yeah i mean you get that that feel yeah so okay so the whole thing it's the it's created by a couple of guys mark frost david lynch first and foremost david lynch is out there yeah. he's also in the show he is agent um he's i can't what? remember what'd you say yeah he's he's like half deaf um you got agent cooper and then his boss which is the guy that uh, is david lynch and i cannot remember the character's name but um so these guys created this this feel in this show and it was a couple of things that they did first and foremost this was at the height of daytime soap opera drama right and Twin Peaks was a poke at that. It was a. It was supposed to be yeah. making fun of that. Yeah, they were kind of making fun of the. Oh, you've got amnesia. Exactly. Kind of, yeah. And they. I mean, there was so much of that, and it was so over the top that people were like drawn to those characters because you look, you watch it, and while you're watching it, you're going, "Why? Why am I watching this this garbage?" And then when you stop watching it. You go, I really want to know what happened to them because somewhere along the way, it made you care about that character. Yeah. And or hate them or hate them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's it's I don't know. It has this magnetic draw to it. And here's the thing. I had I remember when Twin Peaks came on. I was like 11, 12, 13 years old. Um, All I remember is the theme song. Uh, yeah. Honestly. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. Yeah. So um, I remember when it came on because I remember mom watching it. She watched, watched I want to say, the first two or three episodes, and she was like, yeah, I can't watch this. I remember that. And then years and years and years later, we're talking, um, I was working for Hinkle, 
in the winter, whenever it's snowy and right. nasty outside, we really didn't have a whole lot to do. You, you get your paperwork done in the morning. There are no trucks coming through. So I sat there with my laptop and I hooked up to Netflix and here's Twin Peaks. It, they had put it on Netflix and I was like, I remember that show. I, I'm going to give it a try. Dude, I devoured both seasons in like right. a few, just a few days. I was like, this show is terrible. And it's so good. <laughs> um, so anyway, this show, though, I mean, it ran for two seasons. Um, there was a total of 30 episodes. That was it for those first those two seasons. Um, the whole first season was about what happened to Laura Palmer. The whole second season was you found out fairly quickly what happened to Laura. Um, and then it was finding the culprit. Um, then the whole series in the last couple or three episodes, um, there, there is a setting where the, uh, the, there, where the agents end up and it's, it's the black lodge, the, the red room in the black lodge. Right. And it's like this interdimensional place that they go to. And yeah. he goes in and yeah. he talks to Laura. He talks to her quite a bit. And everything in there is weird. Like, it's almost like they're talking in reverse, but it's not. Um, it's just, it's very, very, very well, strange. The, um, the little person is. No, they, like, they are, like, he's speaking in reverse, but it's played forward. So it, it I mean, right. it has to be subtitled right. but no, so yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. it. But that's what I'm, yeah, that's what I meant, though. In real life, he the, is the little person is speaking in reverse and then they play the tape backwards. Exactly. And they, 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 yeah. they, they all did that in, in the Black Lodge, except for Cooper. He's, he's not that way. He's speaking just straight. Yeah, but he's not from the Black Lodge. Right. Yeah. Um, and I just got to say, that's where the whole thing lost me. What, the Black Lodge? The, 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 yeah. All of it. The second season, basically. It just lost me. I was so like. You didn't get the giant and the arm and the oh, uh, all that stuff? Nope. Nope. Okay. Just, nope. And the backwards talking and the killer being like a. That, don't the, don't give that away. The, the weird thing that happened. And yeah. I just. <laughs> so anyway, as I was saying, you they're, they're looking for this. And the last few episodes. One of the lines is, I will see you in 25 years. That's what Laura right. tells Agent Cooper. So a couple of years ago, we start, I, start, I started seeing things on Facebook. And it was, it was like, um, and it was like little snippets of Twin Peaks. And it was like her saying, it's been 25 years. Or, you know, and, and then I was like, is it really coming back on? Sure enough, they decided to to continue the story 25 years after the initial like run. And I was uh-huh. like, that's pretty freaking awesome, first and foremost. Because uh-huh. they 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 were able to say, hey, 25 years from now, and then do it. So Twin Peaks or Twin Peaks The Return was aired on um Showtime. They really didn't change up a whole lot the the intro music is still the same. The the composers throughout, because there was the weird music all through the series, yeah. the original. Yeah. It's still that weird stuff, but it's like more modern weird. Um, Mark Frost, David Lynch are still directing. There's like Dave Lynch is still in the show. Um, 
Kyle McClanahan as Doctor as Agent Cooper is in it, and he plays. I mean, you find this out in the first episode of the Return that he plays like three different parts in it. Um, the, the Black Lodge is still there. The Red Room is still there. Laura Palmer is there, and she's talking. I mean, it's all of the a lot of the original cast. Wow, um, and. It, it, this one has ran, um, it ran for 18 episodes and dude, it's just, it has the same weirdness, the same vibe to it. Even there's, there's a couple of scenes in it that make you uncomfortable to even watch because of how, I don't know how close it is to the original. And it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's my favorite simply because it, they they were able to take that whatever they tapped into in 90 and 91 pick it back up 25 years later and it's still got that so is it was that was it just one season it's and just, now it's all it's done one season and done as far as i know they've not announced anything more so okay yeah so did just, it did it make sense though story wise no, of course not it's <laughs> twin peaks come on man <laughs> fair enough no. oh yeah Okay. By the way, the opening theme is called Falling, um, or Twin Peaks theme. It huh? was specifically written for that show. Yeah, yeah. It's on um, Pure Moods. Yes, it CD. was. It was on that. It yeah. was. Yes, it was. I actually have that CD. Hmm. Edit that out. <laughs> nope. It's on the record, buddy. Too late. Oh, goodness. I've got all four of them, so. <laughs> hey, it's good sleeping music. It is. It's very relaxing. <laughs> But yeah, dude, it that was that is by far my favorite. Um, All right, I don't want to say reboot, but I guess it really is because they took the old and just rebooted it to the new. Uh, mm-hmm. Just you know, and I gotta say, uh, I don't really dig the show. The first season I thought was pretty good. The second season, I'm not saying it was bad. It just lost me. Yeah, but David Lynch as a character in the show is one of my favorite. <laughs> Like 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 that like you know when Stephen King always has a bit part and I always think yes. this is stupid and there's other people that do that that I'm just like eh that's but David Lynch actually I, to me his character actually brings something to the show it's not just a guy that pops in and is like hey guys how's everybody no, doing no. you know so, Bureau Chief Gordon Cole that's his name in it and he is hard of hearing he's got this little box that yeah. he keeps like around his neck. And anytime that anyone ever talks to him, he yells back at them. Yep. So this is just a, some one of one of the little the little things that's quirky in the new one um, that I thought was brilliant because he's just as deaf in the new one as he was in the old one. Wow. So here's what happens. Um, there's a scene where he has to go over and talk to an agent privately. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so. Here's what he does. He walks, they, he and the other agent walk out uh, probably 20 feet in front of this building, leaves the female agent behind that they, that he doesn't want her to hear all of this. And he turns the box all the way up. At that point, he's hearing like the satellites above <laughs> the, the planet go by. It's like, you you could hear everything, everything like the wind is blowing and it's like, <laughs> and the guy talks this beside him. He's like, all right. And he goes, hush, we must be quiet. 
<laughs> and I mean, it's so funny because that little box is is so amazing. It makes his hearing so good, and he keeps it turned down so much that he has to yell at everyone in every other episode. Oh my god! It's it's just funny. <laughs> and here's another thing: um, in the new one, the re- the returning cast. Mm-hmm. This is this is or re- I shouldn't say returning cast. This cameo ish is one of the greatest. It's almost as good as Walt Goggins in um, Sons of Anarchy. Venus Van Damme. Uh huh. David Duchovny as Agent Denise Bryson. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you got to look it up. You got to look it up. It's pretty daggum good. <laughs> I got to say though, Walt Walton Goggins. I the first time because the camera did like a slow pan up. You and don't I was know like, it's Walt. Oh Goggins. no! And no. all the way up until the face, I was like, "This is all right." Damn. Yeah, and then you hey, get to the, then you go, "Oh my God, it's Boyd Crowder!" <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what I said. As soon as they show his face, I'm like, oh, it's Boyd Crowder! What the hell?" <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then I look back down. I'm like, "Damn, he got some nice titties, though." <laughs> Dude, that is one of the greatest characters that's ever been put on film. I don't know how they did it. <laughs> It looked so real. It does. And I mean, they're like double D's. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh. Venus Van Dam. Uh, yeah. I'll have to look for David Duchovny, though. That's uh, That'd be funny. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. So on, on to, though, my least favorite, and, and kind of like you're saying with, with Twin Peaks, this isn't really a, a reboot. Right. So basically... It, it, they took one of my favorite shows and just, I can't stand it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm right there with you. I've got one of those two. <laughs> so what, Top Gear is a, another BBC show. It starred Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and James May. That's the three people. Right. And, and honestly, it doesn't matter what those three people are doing. They are the show. They have chemistry that works together. Exactly. Yes. And... Anybody that doesn't know, Jeremy Clarkson got drunk, punched one of the producers in the face. Uh, it wasn't the first time he's had altercations with the cast and crew. <laughs> he got he got fired. And basically, Hammond and May both said, well, if you fire him, we quit. They've been doing this show for 22, what we would say, seasons. Right. They call them series. Yeah. So for 22 seasons, these same three dudes have done Top Gear. Yeah, and they have done some amazing things, dude. The, the yeah. episodes with the Toyota truck that they tried to kill yeah. are some of my favorite episodes all, of all time. Those and all of their big grand adventures, like where they go to drive across the Serengeti, or when they come to and drive across the southern United States. I thought the great it was a great or, the one where they took the caravans. Oh, the the ones they built. The, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Those were that was great. Yeah, yeah, and and it wasn't and so. It, Specifically, the one that just absolutely earns my ire is the new British Top Gear, starting with Series 23. It, it's it got freaking Matt LeBlanc. Wait, wait, Matt LeBlanc. Yeah. From Joey from Friends. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Chris Evans and Sabine Schmitz. Now, Sabine Schmitz, I actually like. She was, she was on the old Top Gear a, a few times. Anytime okay. they had to go to Nuremberg, yeah. she was the Nuremberg expert. Huh. Okay. And the girl can drive a damn car. Heard that. But Matt LeBlanc and Chris Evans, and you, I don't even know who Chris Evans is. I've seen his face because I, I watch a lot it. of British TV. Uh, but he, he's from radio. He's a radio guy over there. 
like he was on one of the big BBC radio stations for years and he got into this gig and it's just like, it just doesn't work. So we're not talking about the Chris Evans that played. Um, no, not Captain America. Captain America. No. Okay. He's uh okay. If you, if you do look Chris Evans BBC radio. Here. Okay. You'll see him. He's just this redheaded, goofy looking bastard. Okay. And yeah. I, I, I have seen him before. He's supposed to be the Clarkson. There and, is no other Clarkson. Well, uh, so, so they tried to do the same thing with an American Top Gear, right? They had Tanner Faust uh, as the, the car guy. He was the Clarkson guy. Uh, God, I don't even know. I don't even know who the other two guys were. There's some comedian who I know his voice. Uh, I swear. And, uh, the big heavy guy that does all the NASCAR Matt stuff. Matt LeBlanc don't even look like Matt LeBlanc anymore, does he? Even? No. Adam Ferrara and Rutledge something. Huh. But they do American Top Gear. And I don't know that I, w- I, I might actually like that show, except every episode I've ever seen. All that they did was take one of the funny things that they did from the British show 10 years ago and And do it again. Rehash it. And I'm like, that's a 10 year old bit. Yeah. Not cool. Like, come on. You know, like, like British Top Gear did that 12 years ago, guys. Come on. You need to do something else. Yeah. And you're in America, not Britain. Like we have a completely different set of, um, I don't know what we find interesting or things. Yeah. And to me, like I said, like the whole show is ham and may and Clarkson and the chemistry that they have. Yeah. That's why I watch the grand tour now. Right. It's because it's those three guys. It's the, the top gear that they have now on BBC is it just, it's just bad. Yeah. And yeah, I just don't like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm so sure now, it has fans because it's been running for the three thing seasons is too, now. Though, so. If you do want to continue watching those three guys, you can. Not necessarily on Top Gear. It is. Yeah. On the Grand Tour. Yeah. So at least you can still get those guys, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That's just crazy, though. I mean, I don't understand why they... I mean, I guess, yeah, Clarkson, if he does punch a dude in the face... And and like I said, it wasn't the, a couple of times. And it wasn't the first time, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the big thing. Is, yeah, but they had something that was really, really working. You know? I don't know. Yeah. Could It could have been worse. I mean, it, they had had it for 22 seasons. Yeah. They knew it was working. And, I mean, part of it, too, was probably the production cost. Because I'm sure that show cannot be cheap to film. Cannot be cheap at all. No. So, and I can't even imagine the insurance (laughs) that they would have to pay for all those sports cars. I mean, like Hammond has like almost died. Uh, May had two pretty severe accidents. I think Clarkson. During filming. Yeah. Yeah. During filming. And one of them, uh, a toe strap snapped and came back and hit him in the head. Oh my Lord. Uh, and I can't remember what the other one was, but he got hurt pretty bad again. Hammond was in one of those rocket cars. Yeah. Like a, a, jet, a literal jet engine right. car. And it exploded. Good grief. And all, I mean, literally almost killed him. Like he was in the hospital in, in a vegetative state for like a month. This is. The little short guy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 
Clarkson, the only thing, the only bad thing, and I'm laughing, it's terrible, but the only bad thing that I can ever remember really happened to him, uh, he went to Japan and wanted to test drive a Nissan GTR, right? You know, the, the big drift car that yes. all the drifters drive, super powerful car. And I can't remember. He did. It was his fault. Totally his fault. Cause as always, he did something really stupid. <laughs> I can't. Oh, he was testing the launch control and he was like, it can't be that bad because like when so he was pushing himself, it, yes, he, oh, yeah, <laughs> he had to wear a neck brace <laughs> yeah. for like a month because it, when he, I'll when tell he you a lost, story about that sometime, it, he, cause it said it popped up a little warning. It was like warning place head firmly against headrest. Yeah. And he was like, oh, flash, blah, 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 blah. And, like, and it just like, and yeah. he's like, oh. And he pulls the car over, and he do, he's like sticking his arm out the window, waving at the yeah. crew. <laughs> Come help, yeah. help, <laughs> dude! I've, I had that happen so. once, um, and I'll tell you about that sometime. There was a, a car whenever I was selling cars years and years ago down at the airport motor mile. It was a Mitsubishi three thousand GT, dude. That thing hurt me. It hurt me bad. The little yeah. dude that test drove it, he, he he was like, "This is why I want this," and it was gone. Yep. And I wasn't expecting it. And yeah, whiplash uh, sucks. Yeah. Sucks. All right. All right. So, okay. So here's my uh, least favorite. Actually comes from one of my favorite shows. Like I right. loved, loved, loved the original series. And uh, same with me and Top Gear. <laughs> yeah. You and Top Gear. Um, and this TV series is one of those that the first season, whenever it started, you talk about glued to the screen. Oh my gosh. Like every single week when it came on, it was a house party at my place because we okay. all got together and this was what we did on this night. We watched this and it was, and it was intense and it was like, and of course I'm talking 24. Oh, I loved me. Oh some my God. That show was good. The Jack Bauer the, oh, power hour, dude. Beep, That's what that was. Beep. Oh, I loved it. I can still hear that that little you know the little timer in my head. Mm -hmm. I had the ringtone on my phone from yeah, the Cisco ringtone. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the first like, realistically, the first three seasons were extremely good. Yep. After yeah. that, it really fell off. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you still, I still loved the characters. Like I loved um, Kiefer Sutherland as Jack Bauer, even though he was completely and totally indestructible and he shouldn't have been. I really that liked was my the problem. Character. That would that's season most four problem. and five could have been great if Jack was dead. If he would have killed, yeah, if it would have killed him, something like would have killed at, him. At the end of season three, if he was just dead, yep. And then they went on with four and five. They they probably would have been decent. You're right. You're but, right. Yeah. So, I, but I, I loved that first. You know, the first um, few episodes or first few seasons of it. Yeah. The first season and the whole the whole concept of the, the real time. I loved it. That's like what, if it yeah. took you 25 minutes to drive across town, it took them 25 minutes and you didn't visit back with those people until they got to the location. Right. Yeah. And like literally I, I, I used to love sitting and watching when the we go to commercial break and it would have the time. Yep. And when it came back. Three minutes had passed. Yep. However, however long the commercials were, that's how much time had passed while dude, you were gone. That was amazing. Yep. Amazing. Um, and the characters that were in it, they were well thought out, well developed. It was just a really good show. So after 
all of the episodes, all of the seasons. And that we're talking, it went all the way through um, this whole live another day thing, which was, you're talking like, wasn't that just like a one-off it was, two well, hour thing or something? It was, no, it was 12 episodes. 12 episodes. Yeah. Redemption okay. was one episode. Maybe that's um, the one. I'm yeah. Thinking. You had like seasons one through six. Then you had the redemption, which was one episode and it was just a, a one-off thing. Season seven and eight, and then the Live Another Day, oh which was God. twelve episodes. I, see, so, I stopped after five. Did you? See, yeah. I didn't. I watched. So, I watched uh, all the way through. But now, here's the thing, though. In 2017, they were like, "Hey, let's bring 24 back." So now they have 24 Legacy. The thing is, please tell me Jack Bauer's dead. There's no Jack Bauer in. Thank it. God. Um, the thing is, though, when with. With that show, they captured a little piece of magic because when they started this show, it was um, November 6th, 2001. That's when it first aired. We're talking two months after 9-11. You had this fear and this paranoia that was going on in the U.S. after the Twin Towers, and this tapped into the good guy that's going to fix this. So the I think that's what that first real three seasons did. We still were in that shock after 9-11. Hmm. And Jack Bauer was the guy that could, I mean, he was, he was the Superman that could fix it. So 24 Legacy, I tried. I mean, I really, really, really tried. It had ran 12 episodes. I made it through three. Oh, no. And was like, I cannot do this. I cannot, I cannot bring myself to watch the episode number four. As a matter of fact, it's still sitting in my DVR <laughs> and I'm like, this has been now a, a year and a half and I, I can't, I can't bring myself to watch it. I, I'm just going to delete it because I'm like, I can't do it. So they replaced Jack Bauer um, with another Another agent, and his name, the guy that's playing, his name is Corey Hawkins. Um, And, dude, it's just, it's not good. It was just not, not, not good at all. So um, he plays uh, a a war hero, Eric Carter. And they use the real-time method and all that kind of stuff of, of, of creating the episodes. But it just, it lost its magic big time, so. Hmm. It's like a big letdown. It's like I, because I, I, I really loved Twenty Four, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's going to come back on." And I, I saw the first couple of episodes, and was like, "This is not the same. This is not even close to the same." So that was my big letdown. Twenty Four Legacy, because I really hmm. loved Twenty Four. Twenty Four was amazing. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, especially like I said, the first three seasons I absolutely loved. Yeah, and and some of it spins off now. Like I don't like the guy that played President Palmer. Yeah. Every time I saw him, I could just think, did do hell with you, Joe Boo. <laughs> you know, though, here's the thing. Every time that I see him now on the, the, um, all state or whatever. All state, yeah. Oh, yeah. You're in good hands. Yeah. And, and for the longest time, we kept the, the running joke was he could never say you're in good hands with progressive or all state. You're in good hands, hands with Alger, all state. It was you're in good hands with Jack Bauer. I mean, you're in good hands with Jack. I mean, you're in good hands with. <laughs> Did he right. he fixed him and, and kept him alive so much? And here's another thing: one of the, yeah. the my favorite characters from the the original show um, was um, the guy's name is Gregory Itzen. He played Charles Logan. 
Um, he is the the president that looked kind of like Nixon. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was he he was the he was the a great bad guy. He really, was really such good. a slime ball. He was a slime ball, and dude, and he does a good job. He even plays a similar character in. Uh, oh God, another TV show. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, I thought that character was pretty awesome because he did such a good job of of making himself a bad guy. So, what was his name? Gregory Itzen. I T Z I N. Yep. So hmm. yeah, he's a. I mean, he's like Emmy nominated and everything. So. Yeah, pretty good, pretty awesome dude. I don't know if it's because he looks kind of like Nixon. He's just so easy to hate. <laughs> he really was. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll tell you the one character that I really I I couldn't bring myself to like, and everyone did. Everyone loved her to death. Is it's her her name is Mary. I'm gonna completely botch this. Ratskub or something like yeah, that. R-A-J-S-K-U-B. Yeah, R A J S K U B. She was Chloe O'Brien in the I show, liked her. dude. I liked her. <sighs> I got a one thing for buddies, nerdy girls. I one of my buddies it. and I, we, I mean, she was, she, she was, she was lovingly called Potato Face. She was always so just dour and everything was just so down. And, ah, oh, she was like the Eeyore of the show. And I was like, ah, oh, Chloe, just type on a computer and sh- shut up. Yeah. Now, one <laughs> of the things that made me, that I didn't like was when they brought in her husband. Oh, yeah. I hated that dude. Yeah. I can't stand that guy. But yeah, so the the Gregory Itzen guy, the other show I was thinking about is The Mentalist. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. He he plays another kind of slimeball-y dude yep. in that. Uh, yeah. And another one that, that I thought was great, right. David Palmer, of course, Dennis Haspert, um, his wife Sherry Palmer, Penny, uh, oh, Penny Johnson, yeah, Gerald, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude, she was she was cutthroat. She was another one that was easy to not like. Yeah, she was cutthroat, but yeah. she would she would slice your throat, look you in the eye, but while while she was doing it, buddy. and smile. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it was like I said, these they were just really, really, really good characters the, all the way around. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can know. agree. I, it's one of those that I I probably should go back and watch the first couple of seasons just simply to get the, that nostalgia back. I've got them on DVD. Do you? I've got. Yeah. I think I think I've got season three on DVD. I've three got the four. F- first four, I think, Do and you? then I stopped. I watched season five, but I didn't buy it because I didn't. It was four it was good. bad. Yeah, five was worse, and I was like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I'm yeah. not buying these anymore. <laughs> Not going to do it. Yep. So that, like I said, 24 was a good series. 24 Legacy, not. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. So earlier, I can't remember, we're, we're talking about things on TV and, you know, we're less, we're about a month away from Halloween. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that come up that we were talking earlier, and it might have been before we were recording, I can't remember now. Right. But I don't remember. I don't even remember how we got to it. But you mentioned Jesco White. Yes, that was we were recording. Yeah, yeah, the wild, wonderful whites of West Virginia. And when your sister-in-law, oh my God, came to that Halloween party dressed up as one of the whites, dressed up as one of the whites, and I don't even remember which one it was. (laughs) Yeah, I mean she had the tattoos and everything. Yeah, Yeah. oh my God, because I never even heard of these people. Yeah, and then she she, loves absolutely loves that documentary. Oh my God, it's it's. Terrible. So bad, it's good. It's terrible. Yeah, I mean, and that's they're horrible people. They are not they're, good. Dude, they're just bad it, people. He says, uh, 
If you want to see the light of day tomorrow, you better stop serving me them slimy, sloppy eggs. <laughs> yeah. just, I mean, you're like, what? Yeah, he's literally, what? and not jokingly. No, he's he is, threatening to cut this woman's throat. He's got a knife in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> if she doesn't cook his eggs properly. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, okay. So, but yeah, that's a great, that's a great, I did not know that. No, I just, because I was reading about this. Uh, so, Jessica White. Mm-hmm. Because you were talking about his dancing, and no, I cannot it's, it's remember. It's his dad that actually started it. Yeah, as right. and people think it's a con. They're yeah. not sure entirely, but they're pretty sure it's a con, right? Because uh, he he was trying to claim that it was like this ancient hillbilly kind hillbilly of, kind of form of dancing, and, right? But th- they're the only people that do it, right? Exactly. So, and nobody can really find any evidence that it was done before him. Right. So, and basically, it's just a piece of plywood on the floor and a pair of clog shoes, and just yeah. It's but like, I can't remember. He calls it a certain name, but I can't find out what that is. But his son, Jesco, right, is a voice actor on Grand Theft Auto Five. He is. He's a voice actor. He's the <laughs> he's the uh, DJ of on the Rebel Radio Station in the game, apparently. And there is an Easter egg if you go into the Alamo Sea region of San Andreas. You can find a guy dancing to an Ozark Mountain Daredevil song that's being played on a jukebox behind him. And the 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 man dancing, they used motion capture technology of Jesco White really? to animate the dance. Okay, so the guy's name is D. Ray White. Well, also known as D. Ray. That's Jesco. No, no, dad is D. Ray. Oh, is that dad? I thought that was Jesco. Um <clears throat> D. Ray White. Um, is no, is the, oh, is the yeah, yeah, that's of, his father. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, so yeah, he was, and it says he was a mountain dancer and entertainer, uh, patriarch of the white family. Um, let me see here tap dance and clogging documents, native to Appalachian Mountains. D Ray rose to regional stardom before his, his murder in 1985 and became known as one of the greatest mountain dancers of his time. His son, Jessica White, known as the dancing outlaw who has also been the subject of several documentaries, has carried on the style and continues to perform. Right. So it's just was an American mountain dancer and entertainer is pretty much what it says. Doesn't yeah, necessarily... but no, he called it something. Yeah, I agree. Like he called, there was a word that like he had a specific name for his style of dancing. Uh, and when you, the article you're reading, when you click the link that says mountain dancing, it just calls it clogging. And that's not what he called no, it. He no, called he it calls, something. Yeah, there's a specific thing. But I can't, it's been so long since I watched it. But anyway... I just, we were talking about that earlier and I, I just reminded me of it and I remembered Trafalgar. I, is that what it is? No, I don't think so. No. So it says talking feet, solo southern dance, flat foot, buck and tap. Um, that's, that was the, the PBS special that they, they tall, they, they titled it talking feet. And that's one that actually, <clears throat> um, D Ray was in. Right. And, um, then, of course, his kid was in Wild and Wonderful Whites, West Virginia. Uh, the Dancing Outlaw chronicles his son's ability as the mountain dancer. The film, uh, it came from Trafalgar in 2009 document White Lightning, was inspired by both D-Ray and Jesco. I don't know. Um, even Hank Williams III's song, D-Ray White, featured on his album Straight to Hell. I mean, he, he he's buddies with these guys. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Totally out there, man. 
Um, but yeah, the dancing hillbilly. But yeah, so if anybody out there hasn't watched it, it, I, it used to be on Netflix. I don't know if it still is or not. I don't but it's know called The it Wild is. and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Give if it a wanna, gander. If you, if you want to feel good about your family, watch just go theirs. watch that. <laughs> watch theirs. <laughs> Okay, so listen, I want to end this whole like TV bad and good thing with yeah. something that I saw a few weeks ago that absolutely made my heart skip a beat and go, <gasps> and that is what is hopefully coming up really, really, really soon as a TV movie. Okay. The Return of Invader Zim. Have you seen no, I heard that they were trying to do this another show. It got greenlighted as a TV movie, so ah. look for it on Nickelodeon. My Hopefully, you're Yep, it says get ready for new Invader Sim after more than ten years off the air. Nickelodeon's animated alien bent on conquering Earth is set free for a comeback. The network has given the green light to a brand new Invader Sim TV movie from series creator. Yo, Johan Vasquez. Johan Vasquez. Yeah. Yep. That will include original cast members Richard Horvitz, uh, Rysark, Ricky Simmons, mm-hmm. Andy Bierman, and Melissa Fawn reprising their roles. Nice. So, yeah, it says what makes this announcement extra extra thrilling is the adventure that uh, Johans has created for Zim. Um, I can promise you that this that it is a wonderfully absurd and strangely heartfelt as any fan of the original series could hope for. And that's kids great. seeing it for the first time will love it too. So that's great. The show was so good. It <laughs> it really was. And I'm not sure it's like for children. It aired on Nick. It, it's one of those. It, it's one of those for both. I mean, really, it is. Kids can but watch man. it and they'll see something completely different than you and I would. Right. Well, but I mean, some of the jokes. Even like, so they're not even like, it's not that they're adult jokes, no. but, but like, they're just, but like Zim is taking a shower and you hear him scream from the bathroom, Gur, why is there bacon in the soap? Yeah. And Gur says, I made it myself. Yep. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is, you know, kids might laugh at that, but they don't know that old lie soap is made from rendered animal fat. Well, too. So, I mean, it's just like... This is true, but, I mean, you remember, though, there was literally strips of bacon in his soap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. But I'm just saying, like, there's a yeah. reason. It's not just stupid. No, there's a reason yeah, for there's it. Yeah, there's rhyme and reason behind it. You yeah. can actually make soap from rendered animal fat. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how we used to... That's the only way we used to be able to make soap. Yeah. And it's just like, there's just stuff like that yeah. in the show. So, I, I don't I don't know. But, yeah, it's great. Um, I will be... Tuning in for that on somebody's. I will be on somebody's come couch. To, come over to the house because I've got Nickelodeon, so we're good with that one. I'll find out whenever it's going to air, and 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 we'll. It's going to be a. It says it's a ninety minute show, so it'll be an hour and a half, and yeah, that's it's going to be awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yay. When does it say when? No, it doesn't have a release date yet. Um, it's it's in production is what is all it says. Okay. Um, well, See. they can knock out an episode of South Park in a week, so... Uh, yeah, but <laughs> South Park and Invader Zim is two different things. Yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> All right, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving us a listen. Joining us on our uh, 25th episode. Yeah, 25 of these bad boys. In Listening the to the episode that's being recorded on International Podcast Day of Absolutely. All Days. Absolutely. 
How cool is that? I didn't That's even know awesome. that was a thing. You know, I didn't either. Well, there's international days for everything. Anymore. Oh, this is true. This is true. Uh, so, but yeah. So yeah, uh, it's it was fun. I, yeah. I enjoyed this one, and I'm glad to have you back. Hopefully, oh, we don't have to wait as long next time. No, I'm hoping to get another one of these done here in like the next couple of weeks. At well, the most, hopefully, hopefully. Know? So, if you want to find us, of course, you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Two Minds Podcast. Or you can hit up our Twitter page, at Two Minds Podcast. Shoot us an email, Two Minds Podcast at gmail.com. And as always, you can find this and any of our previous episodes on our hosting site, twominds.podbean.com. Awesome, awesome. 25 episodes. So, that means we've got 25 of these things on Podbean. Yeah. 25. That's pretty awesome, dude. Well, when this one uploads. Of course. Of yeah. course. And talking about. If they're about hearing this, of course, then that means it's uploaded. True. <laughs> and I had an idea. What were we looking at?